Hey guys, welcome to Chat with KST. It's your girl K. And today we're going to have a longer show where we discuss a series of celebrities and their controversies that they have going on in the media. Now, first up, we have Cardi B and Tasha K. So for those of you who don't know who Tasha K is, Tasha K is a blogger, a YouTuber, a successful one at that, who does the same thing similar to what I've what I do. She is honestly one of my inspirations um, for starting a YouTube channel. So Tasha K has been doing this for a while. Now Tasha K made some claims about Cardi B that was false and she was then later ordered to pay Cardi B $4 million in which she has not paid Cardi B that $4 million as of yet. Now Cardi B is doing what she needs to do to cease um, Tasha K's property to collect her $4 million. And this is what Tasha K had to say. Tasha said, look, sis-in-law, and she says, um, sis-in-law, like that's what she calls Cardi B, her sister-in-law. But she says, look, sis-in-law, I know you need that because work is slow for you, but it's slow for all of us right now. But right now I ain't got it. But let your lawyers know that when I'm up, you're going to be up and stuck. <laughs> you get first dibs after the IRS gets, the IRS bill gets paid. And then, oops, sorry. Then she lists out a list of her debts. Discover card, 4500 American Express card, 5500 She has back and current taxes. 111,000. Oh my God. And then she has the legal fees, which is, um, $4 million. She has the bank of America card, $300 and a truck, 45 K old. So Tasha K is basically saying, look, 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 I have my own debt that I have to pay. So all this money that you're asking me for, um, I don't really got it. I don't got it. Um, I don't got it, which is why Cardi B is perhaps seeking to seize her property. Now, my opinion on this is that both ladies could have easily, easily well settled this out of the court, but they wanted to have their egos get involved and no one wanted to be wrong. So this is what we are now having to deal with. Do I feel like Cardi B would get her, get her money? Honestly, if Tasha K doesn't have the money, there's no way you can get it. And I feel like it's a bit abrasive. I get it. Cardi B does need her money. She does need to make an example, quote unquote, out of Tasha K so that no one else won't speak ill on her name or won't lie on her. I get that. But I feel like Tasha K is a black woman with kids. Like, be compassionate and generous and understand that you don't have to attack her the way that you're attacking her for the money. But anyway, Cardi B is going to do what she needs to do. And you know what? If she's looking from it as she needs to send a message to everyone else, then she's going to do it, you know, without me having to say anything about it. I'm just saying if it was me and I see that someone and I have it, like, let's say I'm a Cardi B and I have money and I've already won the case. I feel like the message was already sent. But nonetheless, that's what we had to talk about as it pertains to Cardi B and Sasha. The two of them will be going back and forth about it and until Cardi B gets her money. <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to Baddies West. Now, for those of you who have watched Baddies West, if you have and you're watching this on YouTube, type Baddies West, okay? So 
Baddies West is basically a series where the bad girls, they come together and they hang out and they fight and they argue and they drink and they smoke and they argue and they fight. But anyway, recently what happened is Biggie ends up running away from Stunner Girl. And if you realize, if you know from watching Baddies um, West, if you don't, I'll describe it for you. Biggie is a big, chunky girl. Stunner Girl is a small, it's a small little stick. So we're like, why would Biggie be running away from Stunner Girl? So what Stunner Girl explains is that the person who was recording the video of them, he had a gun. So that's why she was running. Now, for me, Outside of all of this bad girls West things, I just feel like if you're going to fight someone, fight them fairly. If the person didn't bring a gun to the fight, why would you allow a gun to be there? It, like I'm calling out Stunner Girl for this one. If the person wants to fight you, let the person fight you. If the person is too big to fight you, say, hey, yo, you too big and I really don't want to fight you and don't talk all tough. Just say, hey, look, you're too big. I don't want to fight you. And that's that. But to allow a gun to be brought to a regular regular fight, I just feel like that's just pushing it over the top and that's just pushing it too far. And that was the actual video, but um, sorry about that. But nonetheless, she was running in the video and it's like, I would run too. Like people, she was like, yo, like you guys would run too. I would run too if I'm fighting somebody and they pull out a gun. Or if I'm fighting somebody and who they're with pulled out a gun, I don't have a gun. I don't even have a knife. You know what I mean? I came here just talking my big shit, thinking that we were going to fight a square one, right? And I guess that's a learning lesson, too, in all of this, that you be thinking that you're going up against someone and you're just fighting someone, um, you know, wholeheartedly thinking that, okay, well, you know, it's just easy breezy. And shit don't be sweet for the other person. The other people will bring that. And that's how you'd be like, oh my God, how did this person end up dead? How did this happen? How did this happen? Shit like this happen where you think, okay, you and somebody have a beef and then they bring somebody else in who's way more dangerous. So if I was um, Biggie, I would have definitely ran too. Okay. But moving on off of that topic, let's get on to Chloe. Chloe Bailey and what she had to say about how social media has been hasn't been really supporting her as much on her new album and how she feels about it. So let's listen to what Chloe Bailey had to say. The internet felt like Beyonce should have done more in regard to promoting your album. What do you what do you have to say about that? I love B and she supported my sis and I since we had our little locks on YouTube. So it's all love over here. I love her. The internet felt like Beyonce should have done more in regard to promoting your album. What do you What do you have to say about that? I love B. How did that make you feel? Because I know you're on. You you watch your social media, so I'm sure yeah. you've seen you trending, and they were saying Beyonce didn't post it, and, and yeah. because Beyonce didn't, you know, everybody's into this. Like if it's your birthday, nobody posts your birthday. <laughs> it's the same thing. They said that Beyonce didn't post it, mm -hmm. and people were talking about. It. How did that make you feel? Of course, when people talk anything negative about me, it's going to hurt my feelings, but. I was like, at least they're talking and at least people go listen to the project. Mm -hmm. And as much as people try to bring up numbers and things like that, I'm trending every other day. Facts. You, marketing can't buy that. A label can't buy that. So mm -hmm. people care enough to constantly have my name in their mouth. So I'm doing something right. And, you know, if it was real, what people were saying, my tours wouldn't be sold out. That's people right. wouldn't be singing word for word on the album I just dropped a week and a half ago. So that's what I have to switch my perspective to instead of allowing others and people who aren't doing anything with themselves or their lives dim my light how did that make you feel all right so 
That's what Chloe Bailey had to say. Oopsie. All right, so that's what Chloe Bailey had to say. So basically, the internet was doing what the internet does, where they talk, right? We talk as fans, and we give our commentary. And, you know, some of the fans felt like, okay, Chloe Bailey album in pieces. Shout out to her. Go and stream the album. I haven't streamed it yet. I'm not a big R&B chick, and I'm not a really big fan of Chloe. But I'll go and stream it. It's called In Pieces. Um, I listen to as much as I can, because I feel like, me personally, I feel like if your album is good, people are going to rip and rave about the album. When people aren't ripping and raving about the album or the song, that means that there's something that the song or the album is quote unquote missing. But that's just of my opinion. I'm just of the opinion of that, right? It could be something else because there are some times where the, people put out gems and we just don't see that they're gems, right? But anyway, go ahead and stream um, Chloe's album in pieces. But moving away from that, right? Talking of her talking about Beyonce, I feel like we have to get out of this feeling of entitlement that someone has to post you, that someone has to support you, that someone has to do all these different things. Beyonce is one of the biggest, biggest, biggest artists, and she does what she wants when she wants to do it, however she wants to do it. And like Chloe Bailey says, she supports her off the scenes. So if you're getting support off the scenes, what is a a post going to do for you? What is this going to do for you? And you never know why Beyonce didn't want to put that stamp on the project. No one, no one will never know, but that doesn't mean that she's obligated to do it because she supported these young ladies since they were kids. Beyonce has done a lot and has supported them in many, many, many ways. So I feel like the fans should just kind of not create conflict between the two, but also Chloe Bailey shouldn't feel entitled and she doesn't, but I'm just saying we shouldn't as people feel entitled to someone else stamp of approval because sometimes when we don't get that stamp of approval, then suddenly we start to feel down about, down about ourselves like, oh, well, I didn't do a good job or maybe this wasn't good enough or maybe that wasn't good enough and that may not even be the case, right? But anyway, shout out to Chloe Bailey, shout out to Beyonce for doing what she does. And also, Chloe Bailey got into a little tussle with DJ Envy about her album, um, which is why I was like kind of saying, saying before, if people are ripping and raving about your album, then we know that it's good. But if people aren't really ripping and raving, then we don't quite we don't really know. But let me just play for you what her and DJ Envy was going back and forth about. One second. Did you download the album? I streamed it. He's okay. A liar. I okay, so it. what was your favorite song? Exactly. Ooh, good. Now you got it. Now you got it. Okay. You keep wanting to throw him under the bus. Nope, nope. Tell me your favorite what, song. You know what? I'm a DJ, so I play the records in the club. So I so play which Have one? Mercy in the club. Which one did you play from In Pieces? That's right. Because Have Mercy yeah. isn't on In Pieces. It yeah, might be on yeah, the deluxe, but not that. Thank you. know that. Hot. Yeah, yeah. Chloe Bailey, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Uh -huh. I want to hear from the album uh -huh. right now. So Chloe basically said DJ Envy straight. She was just like, uh-huh. Because basically what was happening prior to this incident is that um, DJ Envy was trying to throw Charlemagne under the bus, saying that he didn't really support Chloe Bailey's album. But same time, DJ Envy wasn't really supporting it either. But I feel like there's this level of um, entitlement to where the artist feels as though, like, don't get me wrong, if you run a radio station, you're an entertainment celebrity podcaster, the least you can do is get to learn the art of which 
your of the people in which you are commentating on right but i also feel like on the same hand you have to realize that your project should be good and if if people aren't ripping and raving about your project then you have to put out a project that people will rip and rave about because um Nicki Minaj's song that she came out with just the other day um not even that her song, it was actually Ice Spice's song, Princess Diana, that she remixed the other day. Ask anybody about that song right now, and they can tell you all about it. They could sing the verses, right? And they can they can they can dance to it, they can bop to it, they can they can give it to you. And it literally just came out last week or just a few days ago. And that's just to show you what good music can do. Good music is what will make your fans gravitate to you, what that will make your fans want to listen to you, that will make your fans like self-promote you. But if the music, if something is missing from the album, and I'm not saying that something is missing from Chloe Bailey's album, I'm just saying it's the same thing that happens with, you know what happened with Cardi B, her Invasion of Privacy album? Her album was so good that people promoted it, that celebrities listened to it, and when they listened to it, it made other people wanted to listen to it, and, and people just kept promoting it like, oh my God, this album was good from start to finish. When we hear reviews like that, from people who listen to the album, then suddenly we want to go and listen to it. But if we're not hearing those reviews, the inclination to go and listen to the album isn't quite there. And we shouldn't be the ones that get penalized because we didn't listen to your project that you put out that no one really is ripping and raving about. Now, I'm going to do my due diligence and say, okay, well, you know what, as a podcaster, in this celebrity entertainment field, I'm definitely going to do my due diligence to listen to as much of it as I can. But at the end of the day, like, there's no obligation for us to do that. You know what I mean? Well, at least not the ones that are DJs, that aren't DJs. I just feel like you you want to put out good projects and you want to we we're going to check the temperature of the fans to see what the fans are digging if the fans dig it then we'll go dig it too and sometimes we'll check it out and see if we like it and then we'll promote it to the fans but i feel like no one was really ripping and raving about her album and even though it was even promoted like i remember i listened to her song with her and Chris Brown, that one was promoted really well, but it was even parts of that that I felt like was missing something. I felt like it was too much in certain areas, but it was also missing parts of it in certain areas. So I just feel like you, Chloe Bailey needs that same have mercy song. It doesn't have to be the same beat. It doesn't have to be the same, um, kind of up shaking my ass kind of thing, but it does need to be something that brings the same kind of popularity that she can promote, that she can dance to, that she can bring her spices to it. Because one thing about Chloe Bailey, she can perform she can sing. She's a well-rounded package deal. She just needs the right thing. She just needs the right package to deliver, right? She just needs the right de delivery address to go to. Like she needs the right song to go and fit her and then so that she can do everything else with it. And that's how I feel about this. But let's move and move on from that. And let's jump into the the baby. We haven't heard from the baby in a minute. The baby got canceled and went off the grid. But let's see what the baby had to say. And no, the baby was not really canceled. He was canceled, then he was uncanceled, canceled again, then uncanceled again. So I think he's uncanceled right now. Hey, 
haven't talked to Meg at all yet. What's up? Well, can I ask, would you do a new album with Meg The Stallion? Would I do a new album with Meg The Stallion? Or, or a new track? You would? Absolutely, Meg. Have yeah, you, but you know I'll do a new song with you. Have you guys yeah, spoken? Are, are you cool? Nah, yeah, absolutely. Cooler than a fan, baby. Uh, have you, you spoken to Tori at all? To Tori? Nah, it's hard to speak to him. You know what I'm saying? Do uh, you guys think you'll ever be cool again? Who? You and Tori? Do you guys think that you know, cool than a fan, baby? I'm cool with everybody, man. Yeah. Spread love, baby. Spread joy, baby. Okay, you have a good new music into the month. What? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, to baby. All right. So that was the baby. So it's in the in the spirit of promoting the entertainers because. In all honesty, we do talk about celebs and their lifestyle. So the least we can do is talk about their projects and the things that they do. He did mention, the baby mentioned that he has a new project coming out at the end of the month, which I'm going to check out, look forward to, and also review on the channel here just to, you know, get into the habit of doing so, so that entertainers will see that, you know, we're not just talking about their lives, but we're also talking about the things that they deliver um, to us. But nonetheless, he's talking about working with Meg Thee Stallion and him and the Megan, Megan Thee Stallion haven't really been cool ever since he worked with Tory Lanez. But it does seem as if the temperature between him and Megan Thee Stallion have shifted since Tory Lanez have gone to jail. Now, would I? Are you guys looking forward to a Megan Thee Stallion and the Baby Project? I sure am because I feel like those are two combos when they get together, like Cry Baby. Like it's so many different ones that they have together, and when the two is like the Stallion, the short, the short guy with the tallest girl in the room get together. And they collide. It's something about their energy between the two of them. Um, and it's, it doesn't even have to be the sexual energy, just the musical energy between the two of them. They're two musical giants when they get together. And I feel like they they match each other. They match each other's flow. They know when to come in, when to come out of the beat. They know when to rap, when to to come off the rap, when to let let up. They, they, they know how to work with each other and work well with each other. So if a new Megan Thee Stallion, the baby project come out, that is something that I would definitely look forward to. Something I would definitely look forward to streaming and maybe because I am a fan of um the baby and make the stallion I'm more like hyped up about them than I would be about a Chloe album but even so like I feel like albums are different different from music where you know you would perhaps listen to a song but then have to sit to listen through 12 18 songs it's like oh that's a little bit much but anyway off of Chloe Bailey back on the baby and Megan the stallion um I feel like if he is saying that their relationship is cordial, I feel like he may have reached out to Meg Thee Stallion or Meg Thee Stallion may have reached out to him. But if he's saying that their relationship is cordial and she hasn't said anything to contradict that, then I feel like their relationship is cordial. If he's saying that Tory Lanez and his relationship is cordial and Tory Lanez hasn't said anything to contradict that, then who am I to say that they're not cordial? And it's nothing wrong with taking a stance like the baby has taken. And excuse the ambulance in the back if you can hear it. But there's nothing wrong with taking a stance like um the baby has taken not Tory Lanez the baby has taken to um this thing is distracting me a little bit but to keep the peace and be and be separate from all the drama that you have going on around you and say hey 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 that drama it doesn't belong to me it belongs to someone else and I'm cool with everybody else and I'm not 
gonna get dragged into the drama. I feel like he is it's actually wise for him to say that he doesn't want to get dragged into the drama, right? But anyway, let's as we're speaking about Megan the Stallion, let's jump in to Megan the Stallion and what she had to say about Miss Beyonce. April 2020, Savage Remix with Beyonce drops, peaking at number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Beyonce probably so tired of me saying her name. <laughs> but, um, so we were in quarantine at this time. Beyonce did the remix. I didn't believe she was actually going to do it, but she did it, and my mind was blown. I called my granny. Me and my manager was in my living room going crazy. Beyonce was like, could you please make your verse like a little bit cleaner? And I, I went in my living room and I recorded it right then. Like Beyonce had to tell me twice. I sent that verse right back. <laughs> but it was amazing. Like everybody knows that I am obsessed with Beyonce. So when I got the collab, like being from Houston with her, I was just appreciative. Like when I saw people dancing to the song, vibing to it, loving it, how many famous people was dancing to the song. I was like, oh my God, y'all know me. And you see, Megan Thee Stallion just said exactly what I said, right? When you have something great, when you put out a great project, whether it be a great album or a great song, not to like, not to like jump double down on Chloe Bailey here or triple down on her. It's like everyone will play it. Everyone will gravitate to it. People will dance to it. People will post it. And then, then it draws in more fans and it's spreaded fan to fan to fan. And that didn't quite happen with her album in pieces. And again, I'm going to check it out, but off of Chloe Bailey again and back onto Megan Stallion. Mega Stallion do drop, um, name drop Beyonce a lot. And I just feel like it's out of love and admiration that she has for Beyonce being tied to such a powerful woman in the industry. I feel like who wouldn't say that, hey, I love me some Beyonce, me and Beyonce's friends, me and Beyonce's cool. Um, who wouldn't remember their first moments with Beyonce? Who wouldn't remember doing a collab with Beyonce? One of the biggest collabs she's had in her career. Who wouldn't remember that? And who wouldn't want to discuss that in an interview, in one of her very first interviews since being out of the house, since the whole Tory Lanez situa situation? So I just feel like with her wanting to discuss this um, situation, this um, this uh, song, that she had with Beyonce, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like she should, and that's what she's going to do. She's going to shift her focus from all the negative news that has been put out about her for months on top of months. Megan Thee Stallion got shot. Megan Thee Stallion is a liar. Megan Thee Stallion is being truthful. Protect black women to now focusing on Megan Thee Stallion, the artist. Megan Thee Stallion who admires Beyonce. Megan Thee Stallion who was able to work with so many of her big figures that she dreamed of and collabed with them and make hits with them. And it's crazy because you don't see this happen too much where there's one artist who goes and makes she made a hit she made a hit song with Nicki Minaj she made a hit song with Cardi B she made a hit song with Megan Thee Stallion the only person I, I said with Megan Thee Stallion she made a hit song with Beyonce the only person left for her to go and make a hit song with now is Rihanna and I feel like she's one of the only the only rappers who's only female rappers who's been able to get in the game and be such a novice and like do this, do her thing and make hit songs. And I'm not talking about simple hit songs. I'm talking about powerful hit songs with all the majors. A lot of times there people come in, these rappers come in and they're not able to level up or they're not able to stand on the same ground or the same footing with the other major artists. And Megan Thee Stallion has shown and she has 
approved. Now, speaking of that, Megan Thee Stallion also talked about her collab with Cardi B. So let's listen to what she had to say. August 2020, Cardi B and I became the first female rap duo to top the Billboard charts in nearly 20 years with WAP. First of all, meeting Cardi is my favorite memory about working on WAP. She's so sweet. She's so nice. And like, surprisingly, she was shy at first. But then once she warmed up to you, she definitely get lit and get crazy. You get to see like the person, you know, that you love on the internet. But she was shy and I was like, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> to debut at number one was amazing. Uh, two women getting on a song, coming together, doing a damn thing. Uh, it's always great. But it made me feel really good. I was proud. I was proud to debut at number one with her. She's amazing. All right, so here here she goes again, talking about debuting number one with her song WAP, which is what I was just saying. Like, Megan Thee Stallion, she's also a great rapper who brings a lot to the table, who I feel her career has been slowed down and has taken a real major hit due to the, sto the, the whole story with, with Tory Lanez and her and everything like that. And I feel like... um Recently, Tory Lanez even spoke out about feeling as though he was um, incarcerated um, falsely and all of that. But we're not going to get onto that. We'll, we'll get into that in another video. What I want to talk about today is how well Cardi, how well Megan Thee Stallion was able to work with Cardi B and put out WAP. And I'm happy she was able to elaborate on the personal relationship that she was able to develop with Cardi B outside of the business relationship because a lot of times we see that these celebrities are able to have amazing um amazing business relationships but not such personal relationships so it's amazing to see that she was able to also have an amazing personal relationship with Cardi B now Megan Thee Stallion also opened up about some of the things that happened with the shooting. And I'm going to read that to you. She was a part of the magazine L, L.A. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm probably saying it wrong, but you spell it E-L-L-E. -L -L -E. And she did a lot of interviews and in the interviews and photos. But in, the, in another interview, she said, not only did I survive being shot by someone I trusted and considered a close friend, but I overcame the public humiliation of having my name and reputation dragged through the mud by the individual for the entire world to see. She says, I don't want to call myself a victim. As I reflect on the past three years, I view myself a survivor because I truly survived the imaginable Megan Thee Stallion. And I just wanted to bring that up because Megan Thee Stallion is truly a survivor for what she has been through since 2020. It's been three years now, and she's been told that she's a liar. She's been attacked. She's been viewed as less than a woman. She's been Her reputation has been ruined. Not only has her reputation been ruined, but also her success that she had before it's been cut in half because now your fans aren't sure if they can support you really like how they would love to support you so I just feel like with her surviving all of that coming out on top and she's now getting back out on the streets and getting back out on the prowl and getting back out there and doing what she loves again I feel like she's showing that you can be a survivor you can go through a lot of things and you know what 
it doesn't have to hold you down. It doesn't have to hold you back. Now, let's close out tonight's stories with 50 Cent and his girlfriend, Cuban Link. So, Cuban Link and 50 Cent were spotted out at some event, some concert event, and she was spotted out with the ring on her ring finger. And, you know, it kind of speculated, brought some of the fans, started speculating that, hey, 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 did he engage to her? Did he engage to her? But 50 Cent shortly updated, according to the jazz band brand, that a rep from a rep from rapper 50 Cent says that he did not recently propose to his girlfriend with a huge diamond ring. So he clears it up and he clears it up quickly. So unfortunately, no, they have not become engaged yet. But will they in the future? Possibly, potentially. Um, maybe it was a promise ring. Maybe it was a gift. But whatever it was, it was theirs to have. Um, it was their moment. He just wanted to make sure that the whole world knew that it wasn't quite a proposal yet. You know, when it is a proposal, I'm pretty sure 50 Cent will do it really big and he will show us to and he will show it to the entire world. Um, for me, if I were Cuban, I feel like 50 Cent is such an established man. And if you're really in love with 50 Cent, the rapper, I just feel like nothing that the fans say should ever impact your relationship if you you know what if you know your spot and you're securing your spot it doesn't matter what the fans say it doesn't matter what 50 cents say it doesn't matter what anyone says you know why he gave you the ring you know what it meant to you and you just keep that and don't let anybody else ruin your moment or ruin your shine with your man right that's how i feel about it but anyway Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you listen all the way through, just know that I love you. Okay. Cause you a special one. Cause you listen to all of, all of this for 30 minutes. Yes, 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 yes. You, you, you a special one. And if you're watching this on YouTube, I want you to comment down below your favorite story and what you thought about it. And if you listen to this through Apple podcasts or Spotify, Hey guys, I'll chat with you guys next time. Laters.